This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. It's the Awesome Cast episode 300. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. Katie's playing with the mic over there. <laughs> and we we're... are in a Mayhem Studios here in Pittsburgh, PA, for the 300th edition of this. On the eve, the year eve of, uh, of, of, of six years of Awesome Cast, we'll be celebrating that next week. But here for the big three, oh, oh, in the studio, we got the crew. We got the, the awesome regulars, awesome co hosts here. First of all, Katie Dudas at K Dudders on the Twitter and and also on the wait, where are you on the Snapchats? Uh, I don't. Since I'm, you're snapping more, I'm Dudzy. What I really you? need to Dudzy. change it. Dudzy, Dudzy, D U D Z Y. Yeah, because see, this is what happens when you're like, I'm gonna try something and not let people um, know that I'm something and use some also, sort of incognito. Also, apologies, thing. you are apparently at Cutters on on <laughs> on your screen. I'll try to fix that here. <laughs> At Cutters on the Twitter. Ooh, let's see who that actually is. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're about to get some new friends. Uh, we'll fix that there. And also with us, uh, oh, oh, of course, she's the uh, uh, director of, you do a lot of fun stuff at the Scarehouse, basically. I'm awesome. And also with us, he's the gadget guru over at the Big Ass Bank uh, uh, here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, John Chichilla, chillatech.net. Back in Studio A. It's been too long. It's been it has too been long. too long. I know. I, we've screwed you up so much these last few weeks. <laughs> oh, that's all good. First I go to San Diego. Then you're... No, then, first it was the girl show. First, first it was the girl, girl show. show. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, Chill. There's no room for you on the arc. And... and <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but anyways, this is the awesome cast. We uh, get geeky, talk tech, have some fun here for people in Pittsburgh talking about stuff. And hey, a uh, shout out. We have uh, some new awesome chats coming up from uh, 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 some of the, the winners of uh, Startup Weekend Women's Edition. So please go check that out. Subscribe to the awesome chat on all the places. But subscribe to the awesome cast, the awesomecast.net, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Play Podcasts, YouTube, and the Facebook. We're actually uh, Facebook Live it up right now as well so uh, you can check that out or join us at live.sorgatronmedia.com for that chat room uh, where uh, everybody's interacting including Wheels is hanging out with us right now and a couple other people. I'm presuming Claudia and Hugh are you two, right? <laughs> I'm not yeah, I, I forgot to jump in there yeah, all right. Oh, so somebody, oh, somebody might you? be a real person. Ooh. Look at that. Um, but anyways, uh, but we we have a lot of fun here. So everybody, what is your awesome thing? Oh wait, oh I almost forgot something. Patreon. Thank you to our <laughs> Patreon people. Uh, this will see business development uh, up in Cranberry Township, as well as the Mike Fedor Show at Mike Fedor Show on the Twitters. Uh, thank you so much. There are executive producers been supporting the show for a good while here at the $5 level. And you can too at patreon.com slash awesomecast. And also you can check us out. We're over on rivers edge, pgh.com every Thursday, 8 a.m. after funny money. Um, great, great music all the rest of the time. And a lot of great shows coming up there as well. Now let's talk about our awesome things of the week. Um, before we get all googly here, I'll, Katie, what what's going on? I'm googly. You googly? googly. I was okay. googly. Um, 
What? Okay, so oh, I... Oh, I guess it is. Yes. Yes, I am Google. Before, before we get very Google IOE, I guess. Okay, okay. Pre This is just surface Googly. Um, today, I went to the Pittsburgh Business Times, had a social or a digital marketing for small business event down at Duquesne Club, which I they have a very fancy... Their bathrooms are very fancy. They have real towels, like... As you would know if you follow her like on... cloth towels? Like Snapchat. cloth towels. Like, like there's stacks of them. No, stacks of cloth towels. Wow. And they're like camper. So you're like... Bloop, bloop, bloop. And there's a desk in the bathroom. I wrote some correspondence to my friends and family. <laughs> Is there Wi-Fi? I don't know. Can you bring your laptop in there? Oh, my gosh. It's a turn to work. I'm going to put coffee and work there. There's a nice, yeah, we should do that. I wonder if anybody would kick us out. So I went to this, this event, and we had somebody from Google there, which is always – you know what? No matter what presentation I go to, as long as it has somebody from Google, they have something to teach me because there are so many things that I will never, you know – um, ever figure out Google uh, sales strategy and enablement um, enablement uh, Jesse she was awesome and uh, what she, we were talking about a lot of it is uh, digital media is is so much of it is mobile and people um, essentially are not always buying on mobile but they're doing all their research beforehand on mobile and then they're either going to a desktop or in person to actually make the purchases so a lot of times people are like well I don't want to spend money on mobile because uh, it's not resulting in purchases but it is in a way. It just there's no good way to track that at this point. So something I, I didn't even realize was an option is um, Google Mobile Friendly Tool. And if you go to that, um, it's a webmaster tool. You actually put in your website, your URL, and it will tell you whether you're mobile friendly. Which... Analyzing SorgatronMedia.com right now. Chillatech.net is is 100% mobile friendly. Nice. Sogatron.com is as well. And I'm sorry, I, I should have just stuck around on that, but it's, uh, yeah, it's analyzing. It's taking a good time with it, but, uh, it does, it does surprise me how long it does take to run. Mm-hmm. It must, Ooh. it must be doing some in-depth. Awesome. This page is mobile friendly and tell talks a little bit about how Google bot sees the page and you see what it looks like there. Um, now, now, now mobile friendly does not mean that it's entire, like, you know, you, you look at, uh, Oh, I can't even see that in there. Uh, but if you look at like like sorgatronmedia.com, there's a giant logo that, and then you don't know what to do after that, right? Um, so designing around mobile is, I think, a different thing too, right? Yeah, you know, it's I, it's not necessarily um, that it's optimized. Let's use that word mm-hmm. in a mobile format, but it may be able to work on mobile because some websites, if you've ever been to it, there's no. You've you've gone to a website before, and I'm trying to think of one that I've been to lately where it was like, oh my gosh. The please. old SorgatronMedia.com, uh, for one, was not mobile friendly one bit. I've seen ones where it's like the the full it's like a full page zoomed all the way out, so like yeah. the text is like this oh, big, yeah. and you have to pinch yeah. and zoom everywhere. Yep. yep. Oh, it's painful. And that, that that was the biggest thing when I would go into a client and it'd be like, you need a new website. And they're like, but we just designed it five years ago. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we have cell phones now and yeah. that doesn't work here. Plus you have cell some phones. flash. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And that's where Squarespace is nice because it, it's all the designs are already like kind of set for it. Right. Yeah, there's um, you feel you're between mobile and tablets and everywhere else. We're looking at things you have to have a mobile optimized, and it's nice because they have a, a some things on there to if you want to learn more about mobile friendly pages, like what makes it mobile friendly, or why is this not working, or why is my why are people not doing things on my page? But it's nice because they show you a little snapshot snapshot Snapchat of your uh, website on there of what people would see, which is also cool. I guess for people that don't have cell phones, I mean, well, the other thing is like go pull out a cell phone and see what it looks like. But but again, not everybody, I guess, has that going on, right? Or thinks about it. I mean, yeah, if you're exactly if you're um, 
you know, new to digital media and you're like, oh, I have a website. It's so cool. Check it out. And you just check it on your laptop. I mean, how many, I mean, even professionals, how many times I've done things where I'm like, oh, between my laptop and my phone. I, I've looked at images and go, oh, that color is wrong. They're like, did you look at it on your desktop? I'm like, no. Or, well, <laughs> it used to be when, when I was first learning web design, it was check every browser, check Mac, check, you know, you had to mm-hmm, check every yes. browser. Then you had to check every browser on Mac versus PC. Now it's, you know, you know Dream, Dreamweaver. Yeah, I'm invoking Dreamweaver here. Yes. Uh, had a mode for resolutions because then you also had to say, well, ha- what does this look like on this size screen versus this size screen, right? Chrome has that, and Chrome will let you do agent. It'll let you spoof agents too mm-hmm. to to make it look we like you're coming We didn't have those kinds of fancy browser. tools back in the day yeah. when we were hand coding our HTML. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it 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 and this is kind of the new the new side of it. I can't believe how ahead of the curve we were in like 2004 when we were designing Flash applications for a uh, a, a a trio. Uh, yeah. Uh, but um but no i think that's really good cuz um this is a big this is a big component to your google ranking mm-hmm. anymore right mm-hmm. when it's interesting they, they have like they do a really nice job about you know, the webmaster's mobile guide and principles of site design and then even the how to let your the google bot view the page correctly it's this is well done this isn't just a this isn't just like a Joe Schmo. Hey, your website passed this little test. It's yeah, yeah. Click here and also learn more. And it's not overly technical. Like if mm-hmm. if you've ever used a W three C validator, mm-hmm. it's it's, it's kind of rough. We would put the, when I was uh, uh, teaching at PTI. That's where that's how we tested your your the kid's code. You know, we like wow. throw it through the the validator and and see what pops up. But then you had to kind of parse what it meant. And, and, and trying to narrow it down and everything, you know. But again, that's code versus, hey, is this compatible, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I'm sure if you get into like a little bit of the mobile guide, let me I'll actually open these up a little bit and see what they look like. Um, I'm sure they, they get pretty technical as you dig in. So good. And and, and that, that kind of goes into the whole other. Did they talk about, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. What is the... Um, I hear about it every week on this week in Google. The uh, the, the the format so like articles will pop up um, on Google search. Do they talk about that all at all? No. It's kind of like live. It's kind of like Facebook's uh, instant articles, mm-hmm. but for Google. Uh, actually, through plugins on like AwesomeCast.net and everything to maybe help out. You know, I, I don't know how well it helps or or anything like that. Um, but but I think that also kind of scores you to pop up to the top of the the rankings as well. Any anything anything like that 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 makes the experience better. They will much like Facebook, like they want people to, to stick around. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And a lot of these, like we said, are free tools that are out there. If you're, if you're getting into this and just learning about uh, digital marketing and you want to know what I need to do for certain things or how do I get myself in Google searches? There you go. Google is giving you the answers. If you're willing to look. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They just don't like it when you game it. Just, yeah, just don't. play it by the rules yeah, and, everybody's happy. and you'll be okay. So go check that out. That's uh. Uh, what, what's the, what's the, probably just looking up mobile friendly test Google, mm-hmm. Googling it. Yeah. Just go into <laughs> Google and Google this and yes. Google. Yep. All right. Chilla, what's your awesome thing of the week? So I got a little googly about, out of IO. There's a lot to get Google. There's a lot to get, week. yeah, there is a lot to get Google. And I, mine was a toss up, but their, their video chat app duo. 
Mm-hmm. It was pretty impressive. And I really liked the little kind of knock-knock where you got to see not only who was calling, but their live video feed as they were calling. I thought it was... At first, I thought it was kind of gimmicky, but then I'm like, that's actually really nice. Because if I see someone in a business setting that pings me in that manner, I may actually... I'll, I'll, I'll probably be more apt to pick up. And depending on the setting that person's in, I may that, that will help in deciding if I'm going to pick up. Because that's one thing that I will say, and what I'm interested in is... How is this going to work if you don't have a – like can you use it without a Gmail account? Uh, they Like am I going to get weird video chat requests like I do junk mail sooner or later? I haven't seen an article without the word penis in it, <laughs> for instance. You have – what? Everybody's like – everybody thinks that you're – it's going to be like Snapchat where people are going to just be sending oh, okay. loose yes. pictures right. as the knock-knock. But you can block people, I'm sure. Like, right. there'll be more of that going on. Um, but, like, right now, I look at my cell phone and the number of calls I get that are just phone numbers that I have no clue who it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if they started using this and it was a person in a professional type setting, mm-hmm. I may be apt to pick up the phone, mm-hmm. even if I don't know who you are. Or the telemarketer is going to, like, swerve you and, and you know, <laughs> you know. I, I, I just, I, I really like the concept. I think it's. The, the other thing that really surprised me about – I thought it was hysterical that the guy hung up on his kids like very abruptly in the in the demo if you if you saw the demo. <laughs> um, quite funny. But the, the ability to see the person calling, I, I could see this being pretty cool. And the other thing that surprised me is in, in this presentation and every presentation they did, they, they, they commented on the – and will be simultaneously released on iOS and Android. Yes. Um, that was definitely something that kind of caught me off guard. I figured we'd be seeing a lot of this stuff for Android first and iOS later. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't say Windows Phone, but that's okay um, for me anyway. Um, but I, I think it's a cool concept. I'm, I'm looking forward to using this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking to see how much I can get other people to start using it. Well, here's the other thing is adoption, right? Because mm-hmm. this is not – this as well as Allo um, are not uh, new features of Hangouts or anything that you're already using. We're going to have to use one more thing. Mm-hmm. Just one more thing that, that, that I have to, oh, use this over here, you know, versus, you know, even today. Like I did a Skype call and I did Google Hangouts, you know, and it's like, well, okay, what works for you? It's like oh. I was sitting there trying to install Skype on three machines because I realized nothing in front of me had Skype on it. <laughs> Um, and, and, and like, I'm like, whichever wins, let's see where this goes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, but again, is that adoption? You accept that because everybody's using Skype. Mm-hmm. You have to start over with this now. Hey, I'm going to give you a call. Do you have do on your phone? You know, yeah. or mm-hmm. is there something where, especially probably on Android, if you, maybe there'll be a little hook. Actually, you know, the answer is right in front of us, isn't it? Because there's the, the part where, um, apps are going to preload or partial load as needed. Mm-hmm. So you could do a duo call with a little button and hang out and it'll just download that part that gets you started, isn't it? That's so not, yeah, it is going to be its own app, right? right? And I don't think I've heard a lot of question of, or is this going to get rid of Hangout? I think Hangout's going to be your multi-person type right. interface with desktop screen sharing this and all is the FaceTime. additional stuff. This is, this is FaceTime. This mm-hmm. is definitely FaceTime. So... so. 
it, it's uh, it's interesting. No, and, and again, it's not something like what we use because we use Hangout as kind of a Skype-ish thing for multi-person video interview, you know, stuff on uh, on the, in, in a podcast setting. Plus, it has its hooks into YouTube. This is purely going to be person to person. And I can't remember from the discussion: is there encryption involved in this as well with the calls? I know Allo, there was a discussion. I think there is it. there is encryption and and okay. So, so there's that too. And I think this is going to be a good gateway to the moms and dads and aunts and uncles. That's what, that's what FaceTime. I was amazed when a client was like, I'll FaceTime you. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? Really? Okay. (laughs) I think this is going to be the gateway into Hangouts. Yeah. So I I think this is going to be the conversation that you call the kid and with your computer problem, right? And they're like, okay, let's get into a Hangout, and you're going to share your desktop now. Well, and it's also FaceTime for the rest of us, mm-hmm. like FaceTime for the non-Apple people. Like, okay. I can now quote FaceTime, although I could kind of do it now with Hangouts, but it's still like, you know, I know uh, my Android friend will have Hangouts on there, because mm-hmm. I think it's it's pretty much standard at this point, right? I think. So, like, I feel like we're kind of duplicating a feature a little bit. And I know there's the hook of the knock-knock and everything like that, but I want to see what more it's going to offer beyond that than, than what love the idea, but it feels kind of gimmicky, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, look, you can see the person. Like, well, why can't we just have that on hangouts? You know, it just, it just, I, I just, the feature doesn't beget a new app. And I, I just think that's just a little bit. Hot. The, the one question I, I had too, was they, they don't have an audio only version, do they? Or there, is there a way to do this without sending well, it's described video. as a one-to-one video calling app. So. And this is where this is where I think like FaceTime audio comes in big. That if you can't get your cellular connection, or you need to call someone, and you're mm-hmm. you're without phone, and you can grab an iPad or mm-hmm. a, a Mac or whatever. Which is I've used it. I think the vid, the voice piece of that is big. So I would Google if you're listening. If you want to get even more googly, I don't think we need. I don't think we need an additional or, app. Or is this all going to mesh together? Because really, Google Voice is kind of in Hangouts, but it's still mm-hmm. my Google Voice number. But that's the thing I use when I'm at, up at the one office where I don't have cell service, mm-hmm. and I, I get on the Wi-Fi and make my business calls or ask them to call there. You know, is it just all going to be called a different thing? But it's all going to intermesh. Hopefully, hopefully, right? I so, would hope so. So. Um, we'll talk about Allo and everything in a little bit. And like I said, this is going to be very Google I.O., I think, heavy on announcements since we did have a lot uh, uh, come out of there and definitely worth worth talking about. Uh, but my big thing is Daydream. That's right. Daydream. It's uh, at, at Google's uh, Android-powered VR platform. So, you know, the rumors, you know, going into this was, oh, they're going to announce something big. It's going to be the next step of cardboard. It'll be their own headset. And then everything was kind of mostly right. So so the idea is this looks like just an extension of the Google, or I'm sorry, the Samsung Gear VR that Chilla has had in here uh, before as we would poke at each other blindly. Um, but the idea that, that it's a... A better headset, more than just a piece of cardboard, which the the Velcro just came off of my cardboard uh, today. So I need a new cardboard or glue, I guess, when I'm playing with stuff. Um, but uh, you know, something a little a little more to it and better sensors and everything. Um, but expanded out that you don't need just a Samsung phone, but there will be a spec. 
apparently a 4K phone will be needed or or one of the specs for this. I, I can't recall, uh, but I know that was one of the things that they were talking about. But uh, uh, basically, they're going to to have a spec that that there'll be like you know some enabled phones for this, and uh, and and they're going to have a headset for it. Uh, they're going to have partners, uh, including uh, Samsung, HTC, LG, Xiaomi. Huawei, LZTE, Asus, and Alcatel. You see those Daily Tech News shows taught me how to say those middle words, by the way. Thank mm-hmm, you so mm-hmm. much to those guys. Um, and, and it's got, oh, it's got a controller too with a, you know, has, it, it, it kind of seems like the, the Apple TV controller where it has a gyroscopic uh, accelerometer and all that kind of stuff and a couple buttons. So there's a little more than just, you know, a little more than what Gear VR does, right? Because mm-hmm. it's basically just a button or a touchpad, right? There's the, yeah, there's the touchpad and the back button. Yeah, so you have a little bit more. So you can, now you'll have, but you can use a Bluetooth controller. Okay. With that. Okay. But it is a lot of look somewhere and tap right. on your head. Right, and that's really what cardboard has been mostly uh, as well. <laughs> no, stop it! I'm Poke just selecting things. <laughs> I'm selecting things. That's not what I want to look at. But that, that is the most that is the most confusing thing. So I, I'm interested in how they can they built that remote. Mm-hmm. Obviously. If it gets flipped around in your, it looked like if it got flipped around in your hand, it could get confusing as to what end is up because it looked kind of symmetrical. Right. And one of the, I didn't see it in the live stream, but I saw it after, like a picture after the fact. Yeah. So I think that's going to be key for them. And then, uh, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how they, they conquer that, that UI user interface, user experience side of it. Right. Um, it could be just as simple as like the the home keys. Like there could be a home mark on it that says, "Oh, this is the top." Switch it the other way, or maybe it doesn't matter in the long run. You know, depending on how they set it up. There'll be one button to the, roll them all. One button to roll them all, just like the old Apple Mouse that we can't. You still have to turn that that other mouse button on when you have to get a Mac. Why? Why? Um, but I'm excited for this because again, I, I I really think like this again, you're going to have to get a nice phone. You're going to get a specific phone. And, and and from the sounds of it, not initially, but the iPhone will be a compatible phone, will be a certified phone. Um, it has the horsepower. They just need to have the ask for it. And I think that's probably going to be the only delay in mm-hmm. this, right? Um, and aside from that, also probably giving a little headway to all the phones coming out at the end of the year that are qualifying for this. Um, but this is that cordless, not needing a $2,000 computer, you know, idea that I think is really actually going to take off virtual, virtual reality um, in the long run, because uh, it, you know, it needs to be accessible. And, and the more that you have opportunities like this, I think it's going to be very helpful to, to the whole trend going on or fad, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but, uh, or 360 video Oh, the, we didn't even talk about that. We're going to talk about the thing in the studio that's staring us in the face. Uh, yeah. after the break, I think. This um, floating orb. Um, but we'll, 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 we'll touch that in a moment. Sorry, it's just been staring at me. I forgot that was all before the show. Uh, but no, I think Daydream is a very interesting move from that. And, and you know, cardboard, I don't think, is going away. I think cardboard is still the cheaper school option, like a Chrome OS. You know, like a Chromebook. Uh, but no, looking forward to that as far as uh, uh, more 360 and VR options. So... Well, guys, uh, you know what you can't experience in VR very well, at least as of yet, is uh, Slice on Broadway. Our good friends have been supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting uh, with Pepperoni Pizza for uh, for a good while uh, now with their home at PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. 
when they're not getting rain delayed, like our good friends were experiencing this weekend. Uh, but anyways, uh, go check one out. Our friends here in Beachview along the tracks. Um, I think they're still gone. I don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't been up top of the hill for a week. <laughs> so, um, so I saw Broadway here in Beachview. Of course, the main street down in the Carnegie PA and like I said, PNC Park. Uh, so go check them out. Rico and the guys uh, supporting us here uh, every week on the awesome cast and podcast day. They're local. They're awesome. They just got announced as another uh, uh, top pizza. I think was, was it next Pittsburgh. I, I think I saw that article. Oh, very cool. Uh, once again, recognized and 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 there are plenty in that, this area that get recognized for for pizza. Like there's like three of them like within a mile of my house. But this is the one I select more often than not. It is the number one pick, and it should be yours too. Go check them out. Slice on Broadway.com. Pch underscore slice on Twitter. And they're on Facebook and Instagram, too. Let them know the awesome cast sent you. Um, so, Chilla. Chilla. <laughs> what's up? What's looking at me right now? What is looking at you? I don't what's know. What's looking at it's me like right now? It's like an orb floating in it's the middle of the air. It's an orb looking at in the air. Um, so, I, so, so there... There is going to be a 360 version of this this episode, apparently, if if everything works if, out. If everything works out, yeah. It, it, the red light's blinking, so, so, it, so it's doing something. We talked about this two weeks ago. Two weeks last ago? Week. Last week. That was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the Gear uh, VR 360. What, what, the, the Gear 360. Gear 360. Which is, which is the, the double-sided camera right. to, to record video and photos and whatnot. And if you hit the second link... Obviously, the first link goes to the product. The second link, if you go to that second link in the doc, it goes to a, a quick uh, blog that I wrote. And you scroll down on that, um, scroll about half, three quarters of the way down the page, you're going to see an image that I took at, at work. Um, and you can actually click and drag, keep going down and down and down and right there. And see if you click and drag. No, mm-hmm. don't make it full screen unless you really want to. I really want to. So you can click and drag around the room. This doesn't look what? real. This just doesn't look real. <laughs> so that's a that's a real what? picture in in one of the one of our areas of our offices. You can see I've, I'm using um, Panelum on, on that. So if you go over to that TV and you click on it, it tells you mm-hmm. what the TV is. And we we discussed Panelum last week as yep. well. So length. so I've been playing around with this a lot. That my next step is to take a foray into video, which we're kind of starting off today. The interesting thing, and I have, I found one player. I'm trying to find more players that will allow me, like you're doing, like it, it's showing here, where it's a, a this is a, a some code that allows me to put this with no plugins and no mm-hmm. nothing special. I need the same thing for video because I can't for work. I can't upload right things to, to Facebook and whatnot. So anybody, if you're out there, um, I'm looking at. Uh, I think it's Valiant 360. Is one of the video players. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on GitHub as well, so it's free and open source and, and pluginless. I, I I am so sorry. I'm picking at this right now, but I am noticing the seam. Yeah, in there the is camera. a camera. There's definitely a seam. I if you're on audio, you have no idea. Video, you might have to blow this up or go to chillatech.net and you can see it yourself at full screen. But there, because because what it is. Um, you know, and you see just a little bit of goofiness. And, and to be fair, I was looking at the New York Times videos, and they have um, the same issue. Mm-hmm. And I think they may have been recording on like a Rico Theater or something earlier, or, or something like this, or or something like this that's like the ball in two cameras instead of like multiple ones, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
And actually, I think we can lead this. And after this, I'll, I'll talk about a discussion that I had um, today as well with some 360 people. I think, Chili, you'll be interested in. Um, but, you know, it, it is two cameras. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's catching a wide breath, but it does need to connect them. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it also you'll notice in their in their app when you go to view a picture or whatnot, or I'm sure it'll be the same when you go to view a video. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually there's a progress bar and it stitches it. Um, because right, right in the, it's pretty cool right in the viewer. You can actually set it to be where the, you can actually take your phone and kind of move around in a circle. Like you took some pictures on Facebook and whatnot using the 360 stuff. Yeah. You can do the same thing where I can kind of tilt up and look around as if I'm looking in that room where the picture was taken. So pretty cool. I love all this. <laughs> I just, I just, I, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I want one. <laughs> I mean, get? even for, for, for most things, I don't think a lot of people are going to notice the seam, especially if it's something like you're yeah. trying to buy a house or looking for an apartment rental. Right. I, I'm surprised that Airbnb could definitely be using this type of technology. Yeah, for the scare house. <laughs> the scare house. Because I can, I, I'm looking at, like, for, uh, what is this, Penelope? Yeah. I'm pronouncing right. And I'm looking at the, the info buttons and we could just put this in a room and this be like, this process took blah, 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 blah. This mm-hmm. is actually a antique piano from blah. I'm like, oh, I'm just so you can it. also make these links. Oh, really? Where, where it'll give you the information and it works as a link to get you to another page. So you can oh, take it to a video or something. And then if you see that, that actually takes you into the next room. <gasps> so it's, it's pretty cool. So you can kind of create your own kind of street view kind of situation there. And without... this, the 360 is not very expensive. No. No. Oh my gosh. No, no. And it's, it's dirt. And I was looking at, sorry, it's, I'll it's take dirt? it. It's dirt and <laughs> dust resistant. And I'm so excited. But I'm very curious to see, again, what does the video look like? Because I think that's where the sacrifice is going to yeah. be, um, is, is when it takes that. Like from my scene from Rico Theta footage, that's where it, you know, kind of usually. So I want to see how this compares to that. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, and don't forget, like the Gear VR viewer, mm-hmm. you're only talking 480 yeah. P screen resolution. Okay. So even if that shoots double or triple, so, so the idea you're is, still going to have to downscale thing. to so get it, onto a consumer so, grade equipment. Right. So, well, I, but you got to think like you're seeing, you know, X amount wide and you're seeing that tiny bit. Is that at least 480? You know what I mean? Right. Like, 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 you know, so here, so here's what I can tell you. When I did the photo, mm-hmm. the photo came out at like 29 megapixel and Sounds to put right. it, and to put it on anything, I had to downsize it instantly to 25 meg megapixel. And, and so also, then, and then when, when I had to make it where, where a mobile browser, because now you talk about you got to test across your browsers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mobile browsers, the max resolution is like, I had to cut it in half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I had to cut it in half again. So I'm, I'm, I'm not hitting the ceiling on the device from a photo perspective. It'll be, to your point, it'll be interesting to see what I hit from a video perspective. But from a photo perspective, I'm already having to scale it back in quality so the devices and browsers can handle it, let alone right. the fact that the, the file size. And again, not everything mm-hmm. needs to go into a 360 thing, but, 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 mm-hmm. but this is really Samsung made this thing to make content for their other thing the gear vr right like they, mm-hmm. they've created their own ecosystem and the other thing with this like it may do better in certain aspects because i think some of the isn't some of the number crunching isn't happening on the camera anymore it's happening on the phone it's happening when you offload mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it's not it, it doesn't need all the processing power 
basically in house to work on that. So maybe you know this. And how how much is this when it retails? I think three ninety nine. Three ninety something. I think it was Amazon. It was like three ninety one or something. You right, which is it. roughly comparable to Rico Theta. Rico mm-hmm. Theta. So I want to see what it compares to that as well. I heard someone was saying the Rico Theta though can crop you out of the picture if you're holding it. Ooh. Ooh. Someone was telling me that at work. I'm like, really? How does that work? Yeah, it might be 361, some... I'm sorry. Where'd it go? I just had it for 361. Now it's gone. We'll, we'll find it. And, it was, and I don't think the, the U.S. price has been 100% announced yet. So yeah. I think it's still, that may end up being 299 So it's... Yeah, because I'm curious to see what, or what the video looks like on YouTube. Right yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a big test. And we'll work on Facebook 360. Well, it goes back to, uh, like we were talking about earlier with, with iTunes and, and whatnot. How are you consuming that information? Because mm-hmm. if you're consuming it on your phone, mm-hmm. you're not going to want to push a four time. You're not going to want to push 4K, right? Right, right. If you're pushing it on, if you're trying to push it to a 4K large TV, 70 inch TV, okay, I could see why you would want it to be large. But then I feel like if you're pushing it to something that big, you're losing the interactive portion of it. Wait, what's this? This is remember how we were discussing the Google Street View. This is three, this is compatible with the Google Street View, so you could add your business there to you the go. 360 on the maps. There you go. Well, when we if the studio thing works out, we're definitely putting ours in there. <laughs> Sorry, I just was like, that's, that's, that's awesome. So, so, so I think you're gonna. I think at least from a consumer or even prosumer. You're gonna you're gonna be hit, for a while at least. You're with these types of devices. You're gonna be hitting the ceiling mm-hmm. of what the devices can do. Of what the devices can like what do. The, what the viewers can do, right? Right. That's where I, that's and that, I think that's this is this is where I like competition like this mm-hmm. because this is gonna push every manufacturer of devices to push their devices further to be able to handle stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was impressed on the Samsung Galaxy. Um, S6, um, and I have the the newer Note. Um, the stitching, at least from the the photo stitching perspective, it's. I would say on the S6, it's like two seconds, and on the Note, it's sub second to stitch the photo together and get everything get everything rolling. Even to grab the the photos off of Bluetooth because it's all Bluetooth file transfer, um, work pretty well. You can plug it in. You can remove the SD card. Um, there's local and uh, SD card storage, but pretty cool. Well, while you're doing that, um, I, uh, as we discussed, spent a few days in the desert. And while I was out there, I was using that splash program that we discussed previously. See, I love this. And I, you, you, you dig this. You seem like you're, you're kind you got of, the fancy you're, toy. You're quasi against it. And I'm like, this is awesome. I, this, well, for me, okay. For I feel like I'm with you. For Whee! me. What? I said, I feel, I feel like, like you're I'm with, with me. You. You're with me in the middle of the desert. There's a mountain over there. There's all this. Actually, this this worked out really well. There's a this is actually at Baja SAE SoCal. Um, that's all the tents and the and the paddocks and everything in the distance there. And I'm in the middle of the track. And there's actually there's actually an active track you can kind of see. And again, I kind of have that resolution issue that you were talking about over in the distance here, right? Um, and we talked about this in the past. So it's it's, it's you you're basically taking your iPhone and it 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 kind of follows you around, kind of like when you're doing Pano on on iOS. Um, it, it, now go over here, go over here, go over here, and you're taking multiple pictures. I actually had a discussion uh, with Yuri uh, this morning from Splash um, because they, they've been doing this really interesting thing with a closed 
group with super splashers and a bunch of people have been been posting on there and if i find the right um i find the right thing um so about kind of like you know what what they wanted some feedback and they they kind of wanted to get an idea uh to me still the weird thing is the do you really need to make me like have at least one video frame because it never works out <laughs> for me mm-hmm. and also figuring out a little bit because as you look at these you'll notice there's a lot of we talked about seams with the, the gear like this is a very kind of i don't want to say ham-fisted way of doing it but it, it is it's like you just have your phone you don't have a thing you're you're doing it basically the hard way i'm sitting there you know in the middle of the desert or in the middle of like a tourist thing i try i actually have one up here i did of the the bob hope uso um um dedication at in san diego um, and again, everything was very close, so I was trying to be very careful with that, right? And and uh, and, and and you know, talking with them, they, they they talked about how this was um, should be, you know, they're, they're looking at it as like a Snapchat for 360 video. And again, you're seeing some of these, and some people doing very interesting things where you know there are multiple points where there is interaction, or they were having fun with these. Where um, oh, I don't know if it was on here, but there's one where they were doing dancing. And uh, and they would have like layers of the same person dancing in different spots in the room, like That's at the cool. same at the same time. You can play with that a little bit. Um, the other thing that I discussed with them, and they were actually already on this. So I used to do way back in like two thousand one, two thousand two. I had a class in QuickTime VR. Wow, I, I think it was a photography class. Uh-huh. Finally, in one of those segments was in, uh, and, and you had to have a special tripod, right? That spun the camera in such a way that the camera was like the lens was basically in the same place, so you didn't get the seams and everything would work and you you would you know twist it the same way. Um, they're actually starting to actually educate their users on this because I realized that in that last one I was showing you in the desert, that mm-hmm. one I was out there with my video tripod and I stuck the camera on it. I stuck my phone, you know, just held it on top of it and spun and took the pictures. Not perfect by any means, but still a better result. And that's what they're saying. You actually need to spin around your camera instead of, you know, holding it out and spinning and pivoting yourself. You know, and I think that's, you know, th- th- I mean, that's why, you know, this camera here works because it's got two cameras at the right angle and, and they're both at the right point And they, they you know, the, the math is done for mm-hmm. you, basically, whereas we're really kind of make it up as we go here see the one thing I, and, and where i said you know i feel like i'm with you i feel like when you have this in a room even with the tripod i have a longer delay set because this will work in standalone mode too you don't need a phone with you at all times to be able to take a photo or do a video or anything like that but i have the delay pumped all the way up to like 15 seconds because i feel awkward being in the picture mm. so i'm constantly Putting it in a room, hitting the button, and oh, then, then running that's out. Why I see what you're doing. So, so this, I'm behind the camera. You're behind all the, the time. camera, and I don't see you. Right. So Sneaky. it's always going to be. Here's another one. I was up on on one of the hills up here, and again, I had that little bit of weird video thing that just pops up in the middle, and I'm hoping that's something they smooth over kind of as 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 they go here. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you don't see me because I'm behind the camera all the time. Right. So. Yeah, but no. to me, there's almost a comfort factor with then wanting to wanting to make these because you don't have to me the awkward. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put myself in the picture. Mm-hmm. Whereas with with these types of devices, you have to either delay it or 
record for a little bit and then get out of the frame before you, you know what I mean? And then crop it later and everything. Like there's something to be said for the way both of them work and and there's pros and cons. Mm -hmm. But the one thing someone was saying with, with one of them, you can hold it out in front of you and it's supposed to be able to, if it has enough information for what's behind you, it can crop you out. Not from a video perspective, but at least from a photo perspective. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of lot of options out there. Um, there's a YouTube for Splash. You can check out what a lot of people are doing there. Uh, he showed – I, I, I thought it was in this group, but I found it somewhere when I was talking with him today. But there's actually a new um, – they have a new version coming soon that's going to have a lot of new features, a lot about community and sharing. And uh, it was interesting. Apparently, there's a hack that they've been sharing with everybody to – like if you're a business page, so let's say Scarehouse wanted to do this and they just wanted to use Splash instead of getting a camera or something, mm-hmm. you can't share directly to a business page. But you can share it to the YouTube, which all goes to, I think, their YouTube, which is a little odd. Uh, but uh, but you can actually download it from YouTube, as you can do, and, mm-hmm. and upload it with the code to your business page. And then you have your 360 thing on your <laughs> business page. So it was a little hack they worked around so businesses can start taking advantage of this as well. So And again, it's a nice accessible thing a small business with no budget to drop you know four hundred dollars on this or even more at the prosumer versions we're looking at um you know and just boom there you go you have it Mm -hmm. you know so i think uh that's a pretty cool pretty cool way to do that and again it's not perfect by any means and it might get perfect more what? perfect as we get more perfect ish now okay here's it's one a, thing it's I, a roadmap to perfection i actually Whoa. didn't get to check this out in a browser to see exactly how it went this is the one i did with the uh the the, the, the bob hope thing mm-hmm. uh in san diego um so I, I dropped the video in the center where he is and and i'm hoping and again i didn't go to to make sure but there's audio playing of him telling jokes at a, at a uso thing and I'm hoping that plays in the background here. I can't tell, tell on this computer here. And, and they have these kind of statues of people watching them. And they got a little weird, too. Um, that guy's torso is missing. Uh, but, uh, you know, and I thought I was, like, so careful with this. And, and it looked right in my preview. And then I got this, you know. Uh, so, uh, but but still kind of generally an interesting feature, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it's Splash. It's uh, and I believe they're in Germany, so that was fun. Uh, hoping to get a, a longer discussion. Hoping to get them on awesome chat here in the next couple of weeks as well. So as we're going 360, as we're looking to the future, and as you're checking out ChillaTech.net to see what he's doing in the future, <laughs> what the future in, brings in his future building with his future camera. He's already in the future. He just travels back for the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he visits <laughs> us. <laughs> you know. You're like. Green guy on the Flintstones. Yeah, you're our great kazoo. That's it. I don't, I don't even remember that. Great, great. I have to look up that reference. You're our great chill zoo. Yes. Sure. He comes back and teaches us about the future. Yes. Let us know. Let us know how the future goes. Um, Google, of course, announced as we already got into a little bit, a little bit of the future ish stuff. So let, let's touch on a little bit more what's going on here. Uh, uh, Chilla, since you're the the Google uh, follower, more probably than either of us. Um, what, what, what's the next awesome thing on here? So I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm sure there's people that are going to disagree with me, but home. So, and I think, and why I'm saying home is because they haven't announced a price point. If they can come in under echo, I think everyone's going to want one of these things. So Google home is the, 
is Google's version or take on the Echo from a home assistant perspective. Um, I've by the way, at that point, you woke up Cortana on this Windows 10 machine. Sorry. <laughs> Which is another reason why I don't want to put Windows 10 on my studio machine. Well, you can make it where that you can turn that. That's off uh, by default. Features. Uh, <laughs> features. Oh, but why'd she wake up? Because I said Echo. I don't know. And it, it, it didn't. It, did, it, like, and... it liked something you said. <laughs> hey there, every, every, <laughs> thanks, Cortana. Hey, hey Cortana. <laughs> <clears throat> See, and now that didn't wake her up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chilla's voice. She's she's coded to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chilla is the future. <laughs> In the future, I've programmed her. That's like to... that's like my dog owner only responding to the the person visiting, you know, instead of mm. me, you know. <laughs> I I felt like for the first time Google got their video right when they showed the commercial for this. Okay, they got it right. I'm not sure if I like saw Like, it was that. a real-world use case. It was a family getting ready for the day. It was someone getting ready to go to work. It was someone getting yeah, ready for their flight. pictures of this device are not terribly captivating. Right. <laughs> We're like, like, what is this Febreze thing ooh. going on here? But the ability to... And, and where I think they really got it was with the kids. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> for a kid to say... I, I think the question was something about the Milky Way. And the home device responded. And then... The kid said, can you show me that on the TV? And it came up instantly on the Chromecast. Oh, that's cool. I like that. So I that is thought, really cool. I thought that was really cool. And then at the end of – so then you have this family going out for the day and the kid has a school project and he's dressed up in a space suit. Um, and he opens back up the door and says goodbye like to, to Google Home. So I thought it really kind of – Showed the humanity and the human side of Google. A little less AI. That sounds like an Apple thing it to me. It was very yeah. apple It was very Apple-esque. Um, but, and that's where I say they did, they did a really good job of showing you how to use it and why you would use it and everywhere you would use it. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, what, nice. what I'm interested in is how does it know me from you? Like are we all going to share an email address where it's going to – use that kind of information or is it going to and google apps people are screwed as always yeah like how are we all going to share and it's you know it's it hooks into um audio and chromecast and everything so it's turn on this turn on this song up in this bedroom to wake up this kid turn on the lights Mm -hmm. in this room to wake up this kid it's check my flight what's the traffic like on the way to work And, and it's responding to everyone in the family see i like that I like that because this is something that my phone is already doing. All my Google apps are already doing this. I have a Google Calendar already doing this, mm-hmm. um, and cards. And, and we, you know, we didn't talk about the Google Assistant, which apparently is going to be the replacement of sorts for cards. Like it, it this, it's not like a, a le- Echo um, <laughs> that is, you know, kind of gathering like. Okay, I guess if you're in the Amazon ecosystem, that makes sense. But to get all that rest of that information for it to make sense, like, its context is different than this, right? I'm already living in a Google world, so it already knows everything it needs to know to help me be better because they're already doing it in other less efficient ways, you could say. So, and when I look at it from an Echo perspective, Echo already ties in with Nest and it, which is a Google product and it ties in with Wemo and it ties in with everything else. Why can't Amazon just write into their stuff 
for Google Home? Wouldn't you want to be on every platform? Why put yourself on your own and your that's own true. only? And, and I think so. I, I think that's their mo too mm-hmm. because they you know they have Kindles, but you can get Kindle everywhere. Right. So they have Echoes, but you can get an Alexa app everywhere now. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't think. I yeah, I don't think it's going to unless Google blocks them out of here, which I doubt no, they would. No, no, no. Now that if would we be had silly. if we had the Siri obelisk, yeah, then they would, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's going to start becoming a huge problem. Um, I feel like WD, WWDC needs to have a you can write apps to talk to Siri, and I think you're they I, have they, to. They've ta- they've started to talk about that, and I. There was some music app that recently went that route where you could control it with voice and stuff. Talk about Hound? Uh, yeah. Or, I mean, well, there's, there's, we've talked about Hound. We've talked about uh, Viv, you know, that are the backend APIs, mm-hmm. right? But, but Siri's kind of been, it, you know, as with other, everything with Apple, it's, it's been a closed garden. But much like we have this app extensibility that's been really great and really taking off the last couple of years, um, Siri needs to show up to the party too. And I think that, I, to compete, to I, compete with all this to stuff. To compete, I, I yeah. have a feeling she is going to show up to the party, and obviously she'll be we're late. Already... She'll be late. She'll be fashionably late, but she'll be fashionable. Or, or he, but she'll be fashionable. <laughs> or he, and, and that's where I think bridging that gap to bring it to the desktop is or, the is the is the step in that direction. Right, right, exactly. Um, I mean, you could get something. I think. Like I, this feels like it's going to be more open that well we'll talk to you a little more than just your Chromecast, which then Google Cast is also popping up in TVs and everything too, mm-hmm. right? Um, Polaroid I think has one. Polaroid yeah. has like a five hundred dollar four K with built in Chromecast. Somebody was talking about on on Cord Colors this week, like oh I have an old Sony or Samsung TV, or I think he said, and it had um, what the the. Mirrorcast, which is what Google Cast is, Chromecast is built on, and they did a firmware update, and now it's, now it's compatible with all the Google stuff. Awesome. So, I mean that. I mean that's you know, if it gets to that point where it's just everywhere, or it could just be something that maybe Apple just goes ahead and adds, you know, because it's a standard, you know, and they pretend that they like standards over there, um, you know, it because I okay, the Apple TV stuff is nice, but. I feel like it should be able to do more. And so here's where here's where I think there it's a double-edged sword because you go to an a location and you don't have let's just say you have a vacation home with no internet and all you want to do is throw up videos. or my or my Airbnb in uh in uh, uh Boyle Heights or your Airbnb in Boyle Heights and you just want to stream a a movie that you have local on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can't do that with your Chromecast. Right. You can do that with your Apple TV if you brought your Apple TV along. Because it's like AirPlay. Because it's, 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 you can do a direct connect over ooh. Bluetooth. Yeah. So that's where I think there's a double-edged sword to Chromecast. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm starting to come around on the Chromecast train, but there's still a lot of things that direct connect. And that's actually something I've been looking at a lot with we need Miracast. An update. We need an updated map to things that, that Chilla is coming around on. Mir- Miracast <laughs> solves that issue because Miracast is based on a direct connection. Yeah. Google kind of stepped in and, and standard made it their standard where you have to connect to Google first to get the data and then it gets That's right. Because everything – because when you're throwing something to the, the Chromecast, it's it's talking to a server – 
and kind of hands it off and hands it off. Yeah, you're not you're not stream when you do the when you do it the right way when when the Google thing is doing it the right way from like the YouTube app. You're not sending it from your phone. Really, the phone can turn off at that point, except to be a controller. Right. So, and that's why you lose that connection a lot. <laughs> so, so that's where I. I for me, the next phase for Google is to figure out how to make it where you can cast direct. Mm-hmm. If I think that occurs, that they will win this war hand over fist from a from a casting and whatnot well, perspective, let's where it works that, in both modes. Let's take it around from from the standards to you know a little bit of you know. I feel like this goes partially hand in hand. Google Assistant and Ara Allo. No, Allo. Allo. Cheese. Not not the cheese guys. The, names. Not the green stuff that you put on your your cuts and bruises. How many L's are in Allo? I keep forgetting. I guess two. Isn't but it? okay, first Google Assistant. We, we we talked about it's. This is all that machine learning stuff uh, that you know we we have bots. I haven't even used a bot in Facebook Messenger yet. I kind of don't care to. Um, I hear nothing but bad stuff. Uh, you know, or you know the other bot stuff that's going on. Um, not in any kind of business that that it feels like you know I could really kind of turn it around on. Like I think you need a bigger business in order for that to make sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a customer service for X, right? Um, I don't know. Maybe we can figure out how 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 bots can help scarehouse customer service this season. <laughs> And give Katie Katie a breather over there, right? Be awesome. Just just here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just gotta figure out a, a, a tree on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Google Assistant is again, you know, we talked a little bit about how home could be delivering things that I'm already doing with cards and everything more efficiently. And it looks like this explanation was weird. Chilla, how did you interpret the the kind of Google Assistant thing. Is this going to be something that's just going to be in the Google apps in the future, you think? I think it's going to be in your kind of text app. Okay. That's how I envisioned it. Like, you're going to be able to... This is going to be a contact. Right. And you're going to be able to text... Because the their presentation and, and of it... like Email and... Their, their presentation was very, like... I don't understand where this is happening, what you're showing me. I think it's happening. So I think you're gonna. I think this is gonna be like okay. Mm-hmm. 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 I think it's gonna be like that where you're gonna say yo Allo, um, <laughs> <laughs> want to play chess or yeah. Hey, I want to go. To, the family wants to go to the movies tonight, which is one of the examples they used. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna take the kids with us, and we're gonna and it keeps up with the conversation. I think it's gonna be like a contact, and I think you're gonna be able to. Email this contact, chat with this contact. Right, but it, it it seems like it. But it seems like it's going to be a little bit everywhere. I think this is like like the, they were more talking about the technology and the kind of the understanding. Like this is the thing that Google Home will respond to you because it's mm-hmm. it's the way it handles requests. It, it, okay, we should explain a little bit further for for those that maybe didn't check out the I/O stuff. So, so the examples they were giving were like, you know, we're like, "Hey Google, uh, I want to go to a restaurant." Okay, there's this, and then then you'd say, "Yeah, book it for me," and it would open up again that kind of app partial app download we were talking about before. That's going to be a, a part of Android, um, which I think it already is partially at least in beta. Um, it, it will open up or download that little bit of open table and 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 book it for you, right? Presumably, I'm sure you have to have a, an account and it's all set up with your credit card and everything, right? It's not just like oh, it's the or first time Google Wallet or or I guess Google Wallet, yeah, I, I, I guess that does make sense. Um, 
So it is that, hey, go book me tickets to X, you know, and it just goes and does that. And it's your, per- it's your personal assistant, right? Um, you know, more than what Siri is when I just say, hey, remind me to do something. What, what I thought was interesting, and, and I think they played it really well on the, the, the let's go to the movies scenario was I, like I want to go to the movies. And then the assistant came back and said, based on your likes, we recommend these three movies. Mm-hmm. And then they said everything was like not necessarily family friendly. So they said, no, we're going to bring the kids. So then it mm-hmm. so then it knew to alter the movie selection to be kid friendly. It also knew at that point in time that they needed four movie tickets mm-hmm. and the time and for the times of the movies. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it was really slick in the way that it read between the lines to then grab additional information and, and automatically increment the number of tickets and blah, 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 blah. So I, I, I think that's where the big differentiator is going to come in. The the problem that I, that I have is I, I don't live in a full Google world. Mm-hmm. So like my movies and music don't come from Google. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Apple people that their stuff's all Amazon. Anyway, you're going to have the Apple version of this that does all but X, uh, but <laughs> X, Y, and Z and Q and S and, you know. So what will be interesting is can can Google start to tap into my receipts mm-hmm. based on purchases because Apple kicks me uh, – a receipt right to my email every time mm-hmm. I buy something on iTunes. Amazon does the same. So are they going to start aggregating all of these outside purchases to then help with your likes and dislikes? You know, and, and I feel like if this was Apple, they would be taking a 30% cut off of everything that went through <laughs> it too. So, yeah. Um, interesting. So uh, aside from that, we have Project Aura, which we've talked about, like an early version of that. It's like the modular phone, uh, Wash 2.0. Um, complications are a thing on there, so your watch will become more complicated. Actually, complications are the like little, you know, info things on, on a real watch. That, that That's what they call it. Yeah, and uh, 2.0, I felt like I felt like everything other than Watch 2.0 was we're leapfrogging everyone. I thought Watch 2.0 was kind of a catch-up to what other people were already doing. Mm-hmm. To me, the big one was the Chrome OS. Um, yes, update. Android. Android on the Chrome OS is definitely coming. So, And I think that's going to be a big differentiator for that, right? So if I buy an app mm-hmm. on my Android device, it's going to run on my Chrome OS device. Um, I also put a, put a link in the, in the notes, too, that they've already started to list all the Chromebooks that are going to be able to, to, to handle that. Because um, it's like kind of an emulator, right? So it, it, it's going to take a little more overhead. So now, what I'm interested in is because it, I'm sure it's a it's an emulator and it's based on you know, the capabilities of the Chrome OS devices. Obviously, all of our laptops and desktops are powerful enough to do that today. So when is Chrome going to get this? Is Chrome next in line to get the same capability? Right. I'll well, see. All right. Let's get out of the Google world. For a moment, I'm sure. We'll, oh, bless, bless you. you! Bless, bless you. you! Thank you. Google, you, you didn't follow. <laughs> I want someone. Why didn't any of the technology say "bless you"? <laughs> That's what I want. I want Google to do that. All right, you have to, you have to ask it to say it first. Okay. Can All you? right. Since they're so popular, uh, we're gonna have a couple clean stories, and then we'll get to the dirty one uh, before we get out of here. Stories. Can we do, uh, can we do the dash one real quick? 
it was actually I was actually on that that line. So what's going on with this dash? Yeah, which is dash. the button? Like, is the button that you can get, and I can get more Tide, for right. instance, right? Usually, so it's like five bucks from from Amazon, and you can exactly you can you can assign it to do something. You can assign it to order more of something. So you can put it next to your Tide in the in the in in your laundry yeah and when you're running low on tide you hit the dash button apparently trojan condoms next to your bed yes um charmin next to the toilet yes um well they actually and those are all um five bucks and they're five bucks because they're obviously getting money back from you purchasing a bunch of stuff yeah um there's a new button it's twenty dollars and it's the um Amazon Web Services Internet of Things button. Oh, that's Ooh. fancy. And you can do anything you want with it. Uh, you can you can make it what? like you could you could code it to every time someone touches it it retweets the last tweet in your feed. Oh, so more than just Amazon <laughs> things. It's just a button to do something. It's like a, you could supposedly you're going to be able to tie it into any web service. So you can like like if this then that you can you can do and it'll that's, it'll do something. Right. So and it it is going to leverage Amazon Web Services, but that being said, um, I could see I you could, could you could write an Amazon Web Service. To do I could anything. see, um, you know, uh, my uh, my new studio visions when when we decide we're going to go live doing something, we say, like, hey, something's happened now, and just tweet that out. Right. We're like, hey, we're going live doing something. I'd like to see it where in in some some of our more technical areas at work, you hit the button, it says someone's having a problem in this room. And then it dispatches help mm-hmm. to kind of be help on the way. So, so that's where it, I think it's pretty cool for <laughs> for for twenty bucks. I, I ordered one just to play around with it. Unfortunately, I'm not going to get mine until August because that's Aww. when they'll be um, ready. But also eliminate the hassle of writing device specific code. Code in cloud to configure your buttons single, double, and long click. So it can do three different things. Ooh. You can actually have it track usage, initiate a call, send alerts, start up and stop a process, count items. Um, I don't know, I'm pretty pretty excited about this. Awesome, awesome. Cool. That's neat. I love it. Can you, can you make your own labels for it? Is there, is there a function for that that comes with it, or is you just uh, I, I, I bet you masking tape? Uh, not even masking tape. I'm sure you can get <laughs> get a sticker that'll that'll go. They'll go over it. Problem. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, Katie, what's going on with Twitter? Oh, man, we're getting what they figured out. 24 new characters for Twitter. Uh, yeah, I know. That's what you could have before. Yeah, 24 characters at the end. Um, essentially, I really like this uh, TechCrunch. They have a nice little infographic uh, on their page. And um, they kind of have the how Twitter is how structure tweets today. And then the future tweet structure. Um, the hidden prefix, the metadata, the at replies, like at so-and-so. So mm-hmm. they're going to give you 13 characters before your tweet. 140 characters for your actual tweet, what's happening in your tweet, and then 20, up to 24 characters at the end for, like, the, the links in the metadata, if you attach a photo. Okay, so does that, does that mean if I put a link in the middle of my tweet, it won't be... It won't cut it off. Okay. Do you know so, what I mean? Like, it will still count towards... So I need like, to watch the formatting yeah. a little bit, because sometimes with- I'll put that link in the middle and put all my hashtags at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Gotta put your hashtags before the linkies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yes, that's the official terms. You put hashtags before the linkies mm-hmm. to make your tweeties. So, wait, so go back to <laughs> yeah, that sure. picture one more time. Mm-hmm. So that gives you more than 24, because it would give you... We get 24 at the end. That's and the, you get 13, 13 on the, the front end. Mm-hmm. So... Well, that's 177... 
Yeah. Totally. Wow. Whoa. That's exciting. And I like this because this is, I like this as a good compromise to the, let's let as many people have as many letters as they want. This will be awesome. I don't want pages Ever. of a tweet. Ever. Like, I don't want to have to, like, I don't want to tweet to, to last yeah, multiple you, scrolls. You, yeah, you don't want people dropping entire blogs in the tweets like, right. like like you have a Facebook, right? Yeah. I mean, it works It works more or less on Facebook, or at least it's hidden in the right way, but, like, Twitter doesn't. It's it's micro, micro-blogging? Is it micro-blogging yeah. still? Yes, like, are still, we still telling still, it that? still, yeah. Yeah, like, like, like Tumblr, I thought was micro-blogging more, um, but uh, I don't know. Uh, the good, yeah, I, again, I, you know, it's kind of, we were kind of talking about this beforehand and I was like, yeah, okay, we'll see how long it takes for all the Twitter, um, utilities I use to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, if they just update an API, it probably, probably would be, a, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so there, yeah, this well, is- it depends on who's doing the, the check. Yeah. So who's doing, the, who's doing the validation of 140? Yeah, I, you know, is that something they they check before rolling through, and then uh, we'll see, we'll see. So Twitter's making the announcement about the changes today to give developers time to prepare. There you go. Get on that Hootsuite tweet jukebox and tweet deck, which is actually Twitter, but still, but still. And also, along with that, I don't know if you noticed, but if you use Snapchat, you can have two lines of text now. Dun, dun, dun. So no going fitting those little teeny words in the mm-hmm. and stickers that follow you apparently. Yes. I saw somebody like catching people on fire. Yes. I so. like that idea. <laughs> All right. And of course no, that was the other thing. All right, let's get dirty. Um get because these guys the awesome keep cast. keep getting these guys keep coming up with new ideas. And they are fantastic ideas. But Pornhub keeps in the news. I love Pornhub. Because Pornhub... <laughs> just, just for the show. Pornhub, I love Pornhub wants to help you get fit. <laughs> now, I can't show you the actual function uh, of this uh, because it's uh, sponsored and powered by Brazzers, um, which is a term I had to take out of a wrestling DVD uh, recently in commentary, by the way. Uh, so that was interesting. I'm glad we don't live stream. But no, they... And once again, if nothing else... It, the mostly work safe um, explanation videos are tremendous uh, in this case. So um, um, basically, they kind of said, well, we want to guitar hero um, um, porn, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, and <laughs> these animations are amazing. Uh, and the idea is that you uh, you go and, and, and supposedly, I, I don't know if this is a real thing you can actually purchase from them, but there's there's something like Bang Fit Band, and you put your cell phone in the, po- the, the pocket on what's basically, I think, a belt, and that way you get the, you know, the 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 step count kind of situation well, going it's on. It's like it's like the Wii. Whenever you had right. the, the thing that you put on your leg, whenever you were doing the running activities, and they kept track of how you were running. Yep. Because Fitbit and Can those I kind show of... that. <laughs> we'll find out. All right, we'll see what happens. It's a good thing we're audio on River's Edge. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's things cartoons. happening. Yeah. Because things like Fitbits and your wrists and your things do not account for these kind of amorous activities mm-hmm. you get no steps no <laughs> no and there's and it's activity and they're mm-hmm. trying to uh close the gap as it were uh with this so um so you can check that out it's 
Uh, much like the company's other initiatives, like the Wank Band, through its uh, plan to film their first adult movie in zero gravity. Jeez, these guys are everywhere. See, I mean, you're gonna love Pornhub. I the, mean, they the, are pushing the, the limits. The band sold out just by, by the by. <laughs> Jeez, you're gonna have, you're gonna be waitlisted. <laughs> oh, that's crap. All right, yeah, I can't show that part. Definitely. Um, I mean, there's just okay, um, but um, but. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, you can go to the bang. I think it's just bangfit.com if you want to. Bang.fit is a thing that you can get, apparently. Yeah, just don't go to Pornhub directly because that's yeah, what I actually right like out the bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see what's happening on our browser. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what was I click the link in the that? Dude, I, I thought I was going to take, was gonna take <laughs> you to something else. Nope. <laughs> And that's why we don't live show. Actually, I can't. That's why you you never want to this see what's... Is, this you have no idea what's happening. Okay, the front of the website at bang.fit. Actually, I, I love the 80s uh, style that's going on here. And there's Getting that same video girl. we saw. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> let's see. How far... How deep can I get down the rabbit hole? Um, how deep oh, can so, get down the rabbit hole? So what it does actually... We're not even the dirty ones today. It's all you, buddy. So, all right. I am we'll this I what am, happened in L.A.? I did, they changed you, didn't they? Yes, apparently. <laughs> um, it is interesting, though, because, I, I, okay, I did investigate a little bit. I did investigate. Listen, it was a week you by myself, me. okay? Uh, but <laughs> what? Your You're turning are red. red. <laughs> um, but it, it's interesting because you go to the website and it actually has you go up to the mobile version to ask you how many players are involved. And uh, there's like gives a code and it and actually does sync with your phone. It looks like, and then and then I can't show you anymore. <laughs> um, but everything is I can tell you everything is fitness themed. So there was actually one called kettlebells. But okay, um, but you can check that out on your own time and not at work at Bang Fit. Uh, so thank you. Pornhub. I love it. It's got a scoreboard. <laughs> this makes me so happy. Are you getting Why are your initials it? on there? Wait, really? <laughs> I was like, "What did I do that?" I was looking for reviews in the in the group. So, and it's uh, amazing because only one of them could be, you know, kind of dirty. Like none of these are actual. Well, that might be two. There's a couple of, them, but most of them are actual people's initials. <laughs> I love it. Can I learn more about them? Do they have a profile. Oh no, there's nothing to is click. This going to be at LFG. Do you really want to meet these people? Yes, I mean, I'm looking at these sexercises and wondering who in the world can do these all. Somebody well, pointed. Somebody pointed. Breakout by male and female. I don't. Uh, John Carmen was on our Facebook. It says he really enjoyed the uni split jerk. Uni split jerk. Let's see what that one is. <laughs> well, for awesome cast after dark, we'll be looking into that one. Uh, I think that's a real one. I think he just. Maybe Kate, that's something he practices. At Katie Dudas. Hi. Dutters. At K Dutters on cutters, the Twitter. On cutters. At Cutters on the Twitter. At K Dutters. Do we find out who that actually was? <laughs> Oh, she's at it's nobody. She's on the Scarehouse podcast, scarehouse.com. Oh, a lot of fun stuff. She's uh sometimes she's zombie uh 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 what was it? Alice in Wonderland you guys did a few weeks um, ago? Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah I was for, Linda, the good witch zombie. For the pinball, <laughs> you can check that out also Thursday videos at Scarehouse as well. Yes, we're always doing Cutters Cutters is a uh Level one CrossFit trainer. Oh, see, that's obviously <laughs> is, me. Is Cutters on BangFit? <laughs> that I do not know. Yeah, please, please tweet at Cutters and ask him if he's at BangFit.com. <laughs> John Chichilla, who me. I'm sure will have an article about BangFit very soon at ChillaTech.net. 
I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be covering that, but we'll definitely be doing video on the on the VR. Yeah, you know, it's so too bad. You know, it's too bad we didn't put the 360 camera behind your monitors over there <laughs> to get what really happens yeah. during the show. That might be just another version that we do somewhere down the line. So, um, what would be interesting too is if you, if you could kind of get two of these and actually move to different vantage points in the room as if there you were go. standing in different locations. There you locations. go. That could be good. You can you can kind of self-switch it or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I wonder if there's a stream option with this like there is with the uh, Rico Theta kind of like can we tack the, can we can we plug this thing into a wirecast and and do something with it? I'm kind of curious. I don't think so at this point in time, but well, I will, well, I will try to figure that out. Well, this is also like I said this is pre-release, so not everybody's got their hands on it to hack the thing. Mm-hmm. Like the Rico Theta thing was kind of a surprise deal that that surprise. that you could do that over over USB. Mm-hmm. So All right, on that point and of course I'm at Sorgatron Sorgatron on the Twitter. Wait, I'm Mike Sorg Sorgatron on the Twitter. My name is not actually Sorgatron. I did that wrong. Um, you can find him on... Check everything at awesomecast.net. A lot of great stuff. we got a lot of interviews coming up. We just uh, got a couple in the can. You can check out the live recording of it with the uh, the mess-ups and everything over at AwesomeCast on the Facebook um, with uh, Go Jane Go and Project Impact, um, two groups that, that were uh, uh, finalists in the uh, uh, Startup Women's Edition Startup Weekend. Um, and, and so much other great, great things going on. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, uh, next Thursday, I believe that is technically June 2nd, we will be at looking for group for the six year anniversary special edition. Come out, play some video games with us. Um, they do have the Vive and the Oculus, uh, uh Oculus Rift. Um, so, so go in and, 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 uh, I, I think we're going to do the show like around seven o'clock and then I'm going to hang out and, and, uh, put a couple bucks down and play some games with, with anybody who wants to stick around, uh, as well. So, uh, uh, go, uh, uh, look for the Facebook group. Uh, I'm sorry, the Facebook, uh, page event and, uh, and let us know you're coming and everything for that. Um, oh, and we're going to be using, cause, uh, looking for group has their own studio set up. I'm very excited to check out. They've been doing a lot of fun stuff. So follow them on Twitch and see what they've been doing uh, as well. So uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you to our chat room, live.sorgatronmedia.com. Tragar, Wheels have been in there. Juggalo John, Mad Mike, uh, uh, Riz getting ready, of course. Um, and Jerry Massachusetts, of course. I love that name. Amen as well. Uh, thank you, everybody, for, for hanging out with us and joining us. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Thank you to our awesome chat room. You're our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.